Oh, whoops. I almost left the meeting. Cancel. Sorry. <laughs> that, <would be. laughs> that really speaks to this. A terrible does that every week. <laughs> so we did, did we do, yeah, it would have been last Monday night that we did the flappers meeting. Yeah, it was pretty fun. It was really fun. Everybody yeah, was, we had was a longer sets and yeah. Yeah. Michelle, turn? Michelle Buteau was going to do it because she thought it was a podcast uh-huh. And that she's doing the reverse, where she's like, "Oh, I don't want to do stand up." Uh, right, right. And, I was like, she, "Wait, you you would do a podcast? That's that's a horrifying answer." Yes, and uh, and we don't have guests. Yeah. So. No, I, I don't even know if she knew it was ours. She was just like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> like it sounded like a flappers podcast or something. Oh, right, right. Whatever. Yeah. She she DM'd me and she was like, "I am so sorry. I don't want to. I don't know." Uh, and I was like. It's so weird that people are willing to do, it's like, no, I'll stand in front of a a drive-in theater or outside of a, 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 a up-close magic venue, but I won't, I won't get on the computer where you can see my face and hear me talk. It's, uh, but you just, know what? I mean, I it's all different. Yeah. Every comedy decision makes sense to me right now. <laughs> Except to roast Elon Gold when Jeffrey Ross is the uh, MC tonight. That decision does not make sense to me. That does feel weird. Is that where is that going on Comedy Central? I think no, it's just on Instagram and I think it's happening right now as we're speaking. Sort of but, independent of any yeah. kind of production. But I was like, that's an that's an amazing list of comics. I'm surprised. Yeah, everybody know. turns out everybody's willing to just Oh, stage time! And, <laughs> I know. I know. I, mean, I, hung, I can't I hung be out with, too critical. <laughs> uh, I understand. I do. Right. Yeah, I understand. It's. Uh, I guess we just don't invite them over to the house, but we work. With them. <laughs> well, it's, I do uh, have that Elon Gold is a piece of shit chunk. I've been working on for twenty years. This is finally the gig I can do it, and no one asked me. Who's Elon Gold? How about oh, he's, that? You don't know Elon? He's a. He's mostly New York based, I guess, or that's where I met him. But he. Oh, is he a um, comic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's okay. funny. Yeah. Oh, good. Did he, he may have had a show with Pamela Anderson, a, um, a sitcom, for a while. You know. He didn't, right? <laughs> sure. It's, uh, sure. It's, uh, so, yeah, so that was, but that, uh, yeah, uh, our sh- stand-up comedy is fraught with peril, and everybody's doing it. You see what April Macy posted today? On her- I did. Yeah, it was yeah. awesome. It was just essentially just she said, "Hey, if your club is booking a lot of male predators, don't go to that club." No, that's not what she said. She said, "If your the calendar has more male predators than female comics on it that month, don't go to that comedy club." <laughs> You, you're you right. Like that is took the entire yeah. joke out I, of I it. I took the joke out of it. Right. You I was did just, what I was... reporters do to us. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what reporters do. <laughs> um, that's true. And it got me. Are you crying right now? Your head went away. <laughs> no, I'm writing down. I finally broke you. I've been trying way. for almost five Four, years. Five years. We're, yeah, yes. you're plugging along. But um, but uh, just complaining about a club's calendar. I mean, I'm, 
I long for that. I long for the sexism of club calendars to complain about. Right, right. Rontowski uh, did Zanies this weekend in Ooh, downtown Zanies. How was that? Chicago. I don't know, but there were pictures of her standing next to people. Was she and, uh, masked? Uh, in some of them, yeah. Were, were, were the, was the crowd masked? All I saw were the pictures and her psyched that she was, uh, like, literally, she just, I, the message I got from her, she was, I think it was on the thread. It was, yeah. all it said was, um, I'm so desperate for stage time, I'm willing to get this virus. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, I mean, yeah, you know. I Yeah, I, I did a shit ton of shows this week. I did probably yeah. five or six uh, shows, and each one... Was, most of them were good. A couple of them were dumb. Yeah. You know, some of them are just, you know, kind of depressing. Right. Remember last week I was talking about how how one of them was kind of a downer. Uh, yeah. This, this week's show, most of them were not, though I just did Melanie Vesey's show that's pushed to Twitch mm-hmm. uh, with a couple other comics, and every comic had, and granted, I know that the sky is raining fire and it feels like it's the end times for real, but it isn't. And, but every single comic had an end times apocalypse joke. And so by the time I got up, I said, you guys, that's the, that's the most irritating premise for me right now, because people come to the shows hoping to cheer up or to get out of their heads. And if Um, you're saying it is the end times, please eat a bullet. Oh, Where's I don't know that there's there. Well, I would say I don't think it's the topic. I think it's the punchline. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> if the oh, punchline is suicide, you know, I'm going <laughs> to say that one. Take that one back to the notebook and work. You know, tweak a little bit. But uh, that, yeah. that, of course, speaks to every premise. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I think people. I don't know what they want. I really don't know what they want from us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one, too. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't know why they come to these shows. You did a show today, my show. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. It was fun to see. um, Everyone did little tiny sets, and you were just working on one chunk. And I was like, that's a fucking great way to do it. Like, I'm just going to work on this one And of course, I forgot two giant, and I typed it out. I have to retype it out because as I was doing it from the list, you know, fr- from from the pros and then the set list, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I forgot the woman chunk and I forgot the giant chunk, the flirting chunk, which also belongs in there as well. And um, and I remembered the woman chunk on the uh, uh, Melanie VC uh, set that I did right after that show, the second show I did today. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So I just got to re. It's iteration. It's always just redo, 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 redo. And it seems like a good idea for a show. Just uh, work work on one chunk. That's so. That's that's the directive to the comics. And your set okay. can be three minutes or ten minutes. Yeah, no longer than ten minutes. No longer than ten minutes, <laughs> unless you were headlining. Right. Because yeah, my, yeah, my, yeah. My, 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 that chunk was twenty minutes. Was it? That, yeah. Yeah, that's a. But it, it has it, plenty of punchlines. Oh, it does. Very funny. And it and it's several bits, but it mm-hmm. it is. Oh, it is a chunk. Thematically, and, uh, yes, it all yeah. belongs together. Mm-hmm. I agree. And and new and new bits did come out of it. The writing of it, longhand, as recommended by you two weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. I, I would yeah. love to recommend it to myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if there's any way you could get myself to take my own advice, that'd be great. Uh, uh go, go to the real. 
uh, Kyle, show the <laughs> show the video. How great would that be it's if you? What if Kyle had clips <laughs> ready? That'd be great. <laughs> it's if Jed could pull that clip, and then Kyle could just share clip and just haunt us with our own words for five years. <laughs> oh my God, what a goddamn nightmare that would be. Okay, don't do that. I would never. Thank you. Um, what are you gonna do about the dog jumping over the moon? Oh, do you hear the dog right now? Yeah. Oh, yep, you yep, do? Yep. No, just okay. a little bit. Yeah, there was a little bit of... Should I... No, I don't really hear it. It's not picking okay. up bad. No, not at all. I just okay. heard her a little bit. Well, uh, I'm going to put in another gate. And then, I, I, I don't know. Do I... Uh, my dog... I, I've spent money on a fence. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. To keep the dog inside... And the, uh, the fence, you didn't think it was going to have to be a six-foot-tall fence. No, because it's surrounded by oh, these oh. rosemary bushes. But she yeah. immediately decided to just start jumping in the rosemary bushes and use it as, as a trampoline to <laughs> hop over the fence. Oh, my God. So I put wire all over the rosemary. So yep. it, it um, so she would, uh, in the hopes that she would get caught and go, oh, I don't want to do this again. But... Um, you know, it just, it she's slows her down. Yeah. And uh, she saw somebody that uh, she really likes and just sailed over the fence without <laughs> me even seeing it. And uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want my, to look like I'm living in East Germany with, uh, you know, borders. And I, I don't want to get a guard that's going to shoot her if she yeah, crosses you, the fence. And, yeah, you don't need, yeah, you don't need Av- Avi to come in with Israeli, uh, you know, uh, Avi Lieberman? No, it isn't Avi Lieberman. But, oh, I thought uh, he did fencing as well. Oh, that's amazing. A, <laughs> now, now he's working on fencing. Have, <laughs> did you ever do his Israeli bit, his Israeli gig? No. No, I mean, I think I'm, years. I know I may have been like in the running to do it at some point, And then it, it all has to time out with my hiatuses, which it never seems to. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those were the old days. Now, there, a new story came out that a significant portion, percentage of people who have COVID were at a restaurant in the 14 days before they came down with COVID. Where? Just in general. It was on CNN. It was just like, that might be... In in, in China at Ground Zero? No, no, no. Here, in the U.S., whatever. Oh. Oh, We're just saying it it, it tends to be... uh, a qual, a, you know, a, a thing people have in common is that they were at a restaurant in the last 14 days. Ah, which is they were sitting at a table in a not restaurant. good for comedy because comedy is a restaurant with, yeah, with, with, with comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh Christ! I yeah. mean, it, it could be <laughs> another year and a half like this. Oh, who knows? I and mean, did we, were we on, were, were we talking about Cap City? Have we talked about that yet? Or that no, it just case? happened. It just happened. Right. So that comedy club has decided to close for good. Cap City, Austin, Texas. Uh, a club that uh, was booking me every three to five years. Yep. Uh, devastated. Ah. Devastated. That well. a chance to make twelve to $1,800 every three to five years has now been wow so it just means that i have to f- figure You're out a terrible person <laughs> is it because rich miller and colleen have lost the thing is is i think 
They've been yeah. out of that club for a decade. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's a hard hard room to get in, right? And it's... It, you know, it's, they've been trying to close that club for a decade. Oh, they have? Yeah. Yeah, oh. they've been trying try to sell it. And oh, I didn't know these, that. Yeah, it's, and it, you know, it's, wasn't that weird strip mall that the only, the, only, the only other business in that strip mall that was there from when it started 20-odd years ago was the hand job place? Is that what it's called, or is it, that was, does it have it was, a different name? I just learned that it was the hand job place the last time I worked it over two years ago. And uh, but the, I, feel, uh, I feel like male comics in Austin one day in know about that place, and you and I are just finding out about it. <laughs> exactly. Now. Like on I their know. first open mic, they're told about the hand job place. Right, there's a hand job place on the corner. Uh, weirdly enough, a Guatemalan grocery store came in and didn't make it in that strip mall in Austin, mm. Texas. That's banana land to me. That because it was the only place decent place to get. Because you know, you stayed at that weird bed bug Best Western up the block. That uh, Jackie, I'm sorry you had such a crazy, a regrettable week, but it, it was a great room. No, the audiences in Austin, Texas are delightful. I, the people of Austin, Texas are awesome. The comedy fans in Austin, yeah. Texas are only to be paraded around on the backs of elephants. Yes. yes they're great. But the, that club, and Colleen's great. And Rich mm-hmm. was always very honest with yes. me about that club. <laughs> Rich was, wait, Rich gets the old, he was honest. Yeah, he didn't lie to me. He didn't, uh, the only thing he ever, he always said, I know you're funny. (laughs) Which what that meant was, I know that other people think you're funny and that I should book you. Uh, That's the full sentence. Rich Miller, I mean, he was the first guy who headlined me in Minneapolis. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Knuckleheads. <sighs> oh wait, not at Knuckleheads. It was a comedy gallery before uh, in St. Paul okay. at the Galtier Plaza. No, I thought, he, I thought he booked Knuckleheads. He did book. Uh, I don't. He might have. Yeah, I think he did later. He did. But he booked the comedy gallery before he booked Knuckleheads. I, I thought Paul Hanson or the Hanson. Tom Hanson and yes. Scott Hanson. Scott right. Hanson owned it, but Rich Miller, that's how he came up in comedy. Uh, other ways, too, because he's Dennis Miller's brother, but... Uh, <laughs> yes, that's true. Yes. I don't, think right, that I, gets, mean, I don't think that gives you an edge in booking, but... Well, no, but it gets, you around, it gets you around stand-up comedy. Sure. It would never be something you would ever fucking think about. Sure. You know, okay. like, think, think about... Uh, who, uh, who else am I thinking? Oh, uh, Bill Kinison. Sam Kennison's right. brother. Yeah. Right, right, so right. he was like, I'm going to open a club. And, uh, and so it came true, to pass. True. So. Um, well, I mean, it's, it, to me, I didn't know, I didn't know that, that they're trying to sell it anyway, but, um, it's, it's, uh, it's always, it, I it's mean, always it was sad when a club, it's club. sad. It, it's, it was, uh, an institution, you know, it, it made me feel like, oh fuck, the punchline might be in trouble. Like all, we all have a club, like a club from our scene that and, yeah, and Austin, is a Texas. big deal. And it's, and it's, yeah. and, uh, it was owned by, you know, a local group. Well, not, but it, well, it wasn't owned by like Live Nation or, Right, right. Actually, and, and, the punchline is, but... <laughs> right, so they'll be fine. But the thing is... I don't know. They may not be if, if they lose their... Right, but like Brendan Walsh and all of those guys who came up through the through the uh, through the Austin scene, mm-hmm. those guys are super sad. I mean, it would be of like if Acme closed for me. Yeah, it would be yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, I feel for those people, and and I and I feel for Colleen a great yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. But uh, literally, my next thought, and this possibly does make me a monster, which is, uh, how am I going to get? I think it might be easier for me to not put all my eggs into the into the Cap City basket. And I think they're going to keep doing Moon Tower. I think Colleen will keep working with Moon Tower. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, which um, is just a festival once a year, mm-hmm. but it's a big one. Yeah, totally. Know? It's a lot of fun. Um, yeah, that's a that's a huge bummer. So uh, it's and it's it's such a great scene too. You know, the Austin scene. And it's weird because Joe Rogan's moving there. I'm surprised he wouldn't jump in and buy the club. You know, he needs right. a place to work out. That's it. You would think he might, except for that. I remember Rich telling me that they were, they've been trying to move that club too for 12, 15 years because oh. it's in such a weird space. Right. But I think that the, literally that strip mall was like, oh, we'll give you another three years for nothing. Just stay. And uh, like, I literally think that they were, the rent was so oh, oh, I see. so low, but Austin has, you know, like a, a year and a half ago, obviously Austin had, uh, housing problems. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they raised that that entire strip mall and built like a condominium or something, mm. because of you know the nature of awesome. It, it 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 made me feel. I felt bad for the club, and it made me feel like, oh fuck, this is this is the first domino. You know, but I mean, I hope not. But fuck, I mean. Flappers, they are hustling nonstop. They're they're like feeding seniors. They got a contract with the government, the California mm-hmm. state government, to feed seniors. And you know, yep. I, I, I guess uh, I don't know. Some clubs might have deep pockets, but others, you know, are kind of month to month. It's just like fuck. If it if uh, I don't know, I, it seems like a a long time to have to hold out. You know? Yeah. The business side of it, I don't know. I never know what to think about it just because I don't want to own a club. Oh, God, I know. I can't. I, I couldn't participate in that at all. And, and I don't know uh, how people I, do it. It's I so much it work. Is, it's, uh, I know DNA emailed me, um, you know, because he's been having, you know, he's been trying to do fundraisers and stuff to try to yeah. get Santa Cruz going. Yeah. And, um but I haven't heard from Heather Rooster Tees. Have you heard from Heather? No. Mm-hmm. I should. I should just Pay email. Her. Yeah. And uh, I had a friend of mine. So a friend of mine was going through her boxes and box. Should we do a break? Uh, I don't know where we're Let's at. Where, where are at. we? That's a good question. We were on a roll. We're only eighteen minutes in. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was going to be thirty for sure. I did too. I, th- I thought it felt like 18. So Did it feel like 18 for you? <laughs> Whatever, you guys. You just got a good touch. Yeah, I guess I just uh, know You're not I'm wrong. Doing. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, anyway, so a friend's cleaning out her, her, um, her boxes of stuff and finds an article that was in the Star Tribune about Aspen in 1996. Oh, the that's so before. cool. So I go to Aspen. Uh, the winter of 96, and I moved to Los Angeles the winter of 97. That's, you went when it was happening, when Aspen was like a thing that people were excited about and people were getting deals out of it, and you probably went thinking you were going to get something. What did you get, Jacqueline Cation? 
I got uh, a lot of smoke and mirrors, but I will say this is because I went the second year. The first year was 95, right? Mm -hmm. And that was when it was just a party, right? They're like, and it was, it was cool kids doing comedy and just having, you know, just a show, but not a show. There's some old costumes. Let's all go to Aspen where a bunch of rich people live and uh, see if the town will pay for this. Mm -hmm. The next year it was sponsored by HBO and it was a party and it was, you could get, I got in because I, it was the first year that it was, and this of course sounds obnoxious, but it was more based on talent. Ah! <laughs> Jackie, you're, you're, uh, you're losing friends left and right on this podcast. You really Is are. That, I, that might've just lost yours. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get into low four when they were just, uh, they were done with looking at talents. Go ahead. Oh, because, because the year after. Uh-huh. was the year that you couldn't get in unless you had manager or agent. Oh, right. Because right. it because okay. the first year it was just they were just watching comics. Lisa Lingang was just watching comics. Uh-huh. And she was doing new faces mm-hmm. in 1996. And then they were bringing fancy people in. Uh, and then it was just a big party. And the following year, 97, it was just a party. It was an excuse for agents and managers to bring their clients to show each other from Los Angeles and to just show each other people that they all fucking knew already. Mm-hmm. It was just another sort of Montreal, mm-hmm. right? Which is awesome. I mean, it's a good sure. time. It's mm-hmm. a party. But I went in 96 and um, it was... I had never been at altitude before. And so this article was ridiculous that my (laughs) took a picture of. I was like, and it's a guy that still writes, he still writes the comedy articles for the Star Tribune, Neil. Oh oh, yeah. He was a staff writer in in nineteen ninety six. Is he a freelancer now? Uh he's gets a byline now. So uh I don't, but the, uh, the crazy everything thing is awful, Jackie. Everything is awful. Everything, uh, isn't awful, but this article was ridiculous because did you read it? I sent it to you. I looked at it. I didn't read. I, it, because yeah. there was, there was quotes from, first of all, there's this picture and I posted it on my Instagram and people are like, is that you? And I'm like, that's Rosie O'Donnell who has had <laughs> dental work. <laughs> We may weigh the same, but she has dark hair and I has I didn't think that teeth. was you. <laughs> well, you didn't think it was me, but my fans are like, that's a round-faced white lady. <laughs> and um, it's, it's, but look at this, this who's who of fucking what? It's, uh, it's, okay, it's Dennis. Bill Maher, Steve Martin. Rosie uh, And, oh, okay, Rosie and uh, Dennis Bell. Yeah. And always one woman, by the way. Still. Yeah. To that very day. And then, the, but the quotes, like there's a quote from Wendy Liebman mm-hmm. in this article. This thing was like three pages long with giant pictures. And it was... That's, it's also about newspapers having, publishing three pages of comedy. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Picture of Drew Carey with a quote from him. That is, that is, this is a very compelling audio podcast, Jackie, by the way. Could you keep <laughs> holding pictures up to the screen? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Here's the quote from Drew Carey, though. Stand up. All right. Like, because this is, this, this is, it's so funny because journalists are still asking these questions of new comics and they're right. getting the same answers. <laughs> 
Stand-up is like working out. Once you stop, it takes a while to get up to speed. I really get upset at people doing it as a stepping stone, like the guy who plays guitar at a coffee house. There's a real art to it. So Wait, Drew Carey, who stopped doing stand-up and now hosts a game show, is yeah. mad at people that use stand-up as a stepping stone? Okay. In, in 1996. Sounds, sounds like he's coming for Dimitri Martin in that quote, too. Jeez. Well, in 1996, he's coming for all... Remember in the 90s, it was Margaret Cho got the sitcom? Yeah. Every, everybody got sitcoms, and it was entirely... It was stand-up comics... Seinfeld got the sitcom. He it was got named, the, it was yeah, something Drew, based Drew on Carey. it. Yeah. Drew <laughs> Carey got a sitcom. And so what he's talking about is a bunch of actors started doing stand-up in the 90s. Because they're oh. like, oh, oh I, yeah, remember? Yeah. You remember? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't there, but that's that's always been a problem. Yeah. Well, it was it was a it was rampant in 1996 and 98 because everyone's like, oh well, this is how I get in front of executives. I start mm-hmm. doing stand up, and um, and the mocking was brutal, and they were just like, and you're like, but some of those actors actually kept doing stand up and became comics, right? Who hey. were Shut up. <laughs> Type one name. Type one name. Janine Garofalo. Now, um... Well, she... No, I think she started she as was a always a stand-up. She was always yeah. like a hybrid, but she started as a stand-up. Right, and the, and the quotes from uh, Janine Garofalo... Are you yeah. typing a name, or are you just going to pretend that I didn't make that demand? I, I'm going to pretend you didn't fucking make that demand. <laughs> Because the thing is, is you wouldn't even think of them as actors now. You would think of them as comics. I doubt it. I don't. I don't think of most people as comics. <laughs> <laughs> you think of everyone as comics. <laughs> but like the, uh, the the quotes from on the bottom of this thing, Dennis Miller, David Cross. Um, these jokes are so sort of like these are one there it's called one-liners from the festival. Oh man, and the comedy joke, doesn't age well at all. Oh my God, Janine Garofalo! Actually, Janine's joke okay, let's hear is it. so Janine that how can you? It's sure. why why would you marry your high school sweetheart? Why would you marry someone who force fed you beer bongs off the hood of his car while well, it's destiny? His locker was next to mine. But the thing is, is oh, yeah. I have heard a version of that joke like in the last year, in the last three months. Just you know, it's everybody. Everybody's twenty eight, remembering high school. Right, 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 and um. David Cross, apparently the AIDS ribbon isn't, are not working. When will the medical industry stop, uh, when will the medical industry stop relying on the fashion industry to solve its problems? <laughs> Billy Joel is just one man. David Cross, ladies and gentlemen. David Cross. Oh, do you want to hear the Bill Maher joke? Uh, I don't, but I, I guess I do. <laughs> you know why? Because it is a joke that is, it was hacky at the time. Because he was he was one of three hundred comics that I heard. It's a indecent proposal came out. You could probably guess what the joke is. Indecent proposal was a million dollars to sleep with Robert Redford. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So everybody had. Um, there were two jokes. One, everybody would do that. That was the punchline, right? A million dollars to fuck somebody. Who cares? Oh yeah, a and guy saying it. Yeah, a straight yeah. There's always a straight guy going. I'd do it for fifty thousand. Right, right. That joke was. Mm-hmm. Uh, just everywhere. 
Right. <laughs> that fucking punchline. And the second punchline was this one. It was, uh, what's the downside of that? Make it Danny DeVito or Magic Johnson. Put some risk into it. And that Magic Johnson is an AIDS joke. Oh, mm. right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, he's Mars being Mars. Yeah, that's it. That's that guy bringing it. And uh, so... Uh, but it's so funny because the article is also talking about how comedy was almost dead. And then there was a boom and you're like, fuck, stop talking about everything dying. I mean, it's just, it's so, you know, what's irritating to me? Depression, what? depression of people that, uh, cause the th- you know, there's a lot of people with clinical depression. Who, yes. who are comics that are actually doing some funny work about how welcome to my world, right? Because because uh, normal people who don't have clinical depression are depressed now, right? Uh, because it's it's depressing, right? It's shitty times. We have to fight it and keep going. And this is what people who have clinical depression have to live with. They have to keep going. They have to right. get up and put their pants on and brush their teeth and go to work. Mm-hmm. And um, and now the rest of us have to do it. And so they're the ones. That's the only depression jokes that I'm liking right now. Everybody else who who is, does not have clinical depression talking about depression, I'm like, it's got to be funnier than that. <laughs> I don't know. You you are just you're a crank. I'm going to tell you right now. You're not, you're a crank and... I'm a crank. Yeah. I'm cranky. I'm so sorry. (laughs) You're sad sack. That's right. It's good to come to this name calling. (laughs) I know. Jackie Cation crank. I think it's it's always been this. It hasn't been this. Well, you know, yeah, this week was extra hard. This week I had the outdoors taken away from me. Right. You know? Fuck. Yeah, Andy was going to go running today, but it was unhealthy air quality outside. Though yeah. I did see the sun today, and I didn't see it yesterday. So uh, it did hurt to last the sun today. That was good. Uh, yeah. Two days ago, I could look at it without even without even blinking. Right. It's it's so it, and it's it's I'm just depressed for my home state. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend has a farm in Vacaville. They've had. Fucking crazy damage, and theirs is like the lesser damaged of their all their friends, and it's it's like, is this this is every year now? Because we've got we've gone past the point of correcting climate change. We we can only well, the uh, the planet is no longer asking for our help. It is going to course correct climate change all by itself now. Uh, It's going to burn into the ground and start over. But. But yeah, and not to one up your, uh, but I've got, I had two friends, one friend, their house burned down on Tuesday. Where? Um, It was up in the, um, oh, it was in Oregon. Yeah. And then uh, another guy, he woke up and his girlfriend had OD'd. Oh no. Right next to him, dead. Uh, So uh, disappointed. Uh, someone I went to college with. Anyway, oh so my God. Uh, these are these are man. It's hard right now. It's hard. I have a job. It's hard. I'm, I keep yeah. reminding myself I have it easy. I have it I, easy. Yeah, and I'm the golden retriever of fucking stand-up comedy. I'm a cheerful person. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm a cheerful person. Anyway, I like to hear fuck you, actually. uh, And I'll tell you this is this is my favorite thing from this article that I forgot to read you. Um, 
So no, I just hold, don't read it to me. Hold the picture up. That's what makes <laughs> for good content. Oh, I brought you something. Okay, so you guys should just put me off. Make her stop. <laughs> you have narcolepsy. I will turn anyway. this podcast around. <laughs> Finally, the voice of reason. So, so I went to this Aspen gig, and I've told the story before about how many times that, that I practiced the set too many times, and so when I got up, oh, yeah. the set was wooden, and it was right, right, right. It was un. It, there was not no life in it, right. and uh, so. But this guy, Neil, talked to me right after I got off stage, and you'll be happy to know in this article. <laughs> I blame the audience. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. In Aspen, it's always the audience's fault. In Aspen, it's always the audience's fault. They suck. They're rich. They're uh, they're they're uniformly rich, and anyone who's poor there can't afford the fucking comedy show. There's and no way to relate to them. They're awful people, and you're suffering from uh, oxygen deficit. So yeah, it's always the audience. <laughs> I support you. I think it was it, it was full of industry actually, and it was yes, it was awful. very very wooden. And so what? Uh, but was funny is so he wrote this paragraph, Jackie Cation. Uh, this is the saddest. You want to be sad? Here's a fucking two paragraphs. Jackie Cation spent her first full day at the festival in deep prayer. It took her two and a half years to work her way onto the Twin Cities club scene. She, along with uh, the other guy, George Bush, uh, John Bush, uh, were among the handful of performers who came to the festival without management. When she performed her first showcase in Aspen, the cash register burst into song, distracting the comic and the audience. It was a road gig, she sighed, trying to... (laughs) 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 trying to be as peppy as possible Ah! for cation the festival wasn't so much about being discovered as about making contacts on the first night she gulped a shot of jägermeister oh wait this is fun jackie oh no it wasn't and got (laughs) got up the courage to walk into the hotel lobby she stopped in front of the fireplace and reached out her hand to a gentleman slumped in the soft sofa i just wanted to meet you guess what sad sack famous person it took me a, and it didn't take a shot i just wanted to do a gulp jägermeister uh john lovitz <laughs> wait you you threatened your sobriety to meet john lovitz oh no i had no sobriety <laughs> Anyway, John Lovitz, former Saturday Night Live uh, star, sure. looked up with droopy eyes and said, cool, he said, and then returned to staring at the flames. <laughs> that was the best way that could have gone. That is literally. I uh, think that's his closer. It's just staring at exactly the how I met him. <laughs> oh, my God. Want to take a break? Anyway, do you feel better about yourselves? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yes. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcast. We're at 3426. Okay. Let's do Comic of the Week. Okay. Our Comic of the Week 
is a San Francisco lady. I've worked with her. I'm bringing all the San Francisco ladies into the fold. The Yay. new ones I've worked with uh, recently on Zoom. Her name is Daya Lakshman Arayanan. Daya Lakshman Arayanan. And she goes by Daya Live. Thank God. On, uh, on Twitter, D-H-A-Y-A Live dot, yes. uh, on Twitter. And she's yeah. uh, very, very funny. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I did. And I and you and I, we both practiced her last name for several minutes. And then I let you started. take the bullet. Yeah. You did. I even wrote a handy card that I'll hold up with uh, <laughs> The uh, syllables broken down because guess what? We learned female comics names. Yeah, female comics, you're on your own. Yeah. So, who do you want to have on the? Uh, we we uh, we have so many comics to pick for for the next Jackie and Lori on Flappers. We could do this off off the podcast. That's true, but it's. You know, I don't think we have to be batting people's names around on a podcast. No, no. Going, I was yeah. just going to say, in, on October six, we're going to do right. another Flappers Jackie and Laurie show on yes. Monday. Yeah, and so uh, and we're yeah we don't have yeah there's no. Well, I, we'll, I we'll have figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure do it out. Want, do you want to do some accounting while we're here as well? I mean, we're taxes are due on Wednesday for me, <gasps> uh, so uh, I. Uh, <laughs> I, had, I, I did do my taxes last on last Friday. I had to go through and do my taxes, which was an irritant. Um, I tell you that uh, an accountant is worth um, every penny. I have an opinion. accountant, but you have to give them some information. You can't. You know what? It. You let them. You give them all your passwords. You go. You do what you do. Oh, are you kidding me? Yeah, mm-hmm. that is a that is a trust exercise, and I love my accountant. Uh, wow. All right. Um, I, I don't want to, uh, I can't, I can't handle it. I can't, you can't, you can't handle it. I can't, ha- I can't have shoe boxes full of receipts and, you know, I just can't do oh, it. No, the government wins. Uh, cause I don't have shoe boxes full of receipts. And so I don't write anything off that is cash. Uh, right. Well, I mean, yeah, I put it all on cards and stuff, but here's my point is get, <laughs> get, get an accountant that's willing to take your, to, to do all the legwork. Ted, so I, Ted, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, Ted, Al- Ted, Ted Alexandro. Um, he, uh, do you watch his YouTube show at all? It's fun. It's good. So he just was talking about um, th- this, what this pandemic is giving people is like space, comics basically, right? And, and you and I and other comics of our generation that are still in it have been pursuing comedy nonstop for decades, right? Decades. And it's such a, an ingrained habit. And, and maybe, you know, in the, in, and it being yanked away from us, there's, it, it, I would never voluntarily give up all my spots, right? That would, like, you'd, I I would have to have a, some sort of vocal, like it would, I would have to have an aneurysm, (laughs) right? Yeah, I think that's, people who listen to the show know that you're not giving up spots. You're (laughs) saying, you should also book, but don't, not your spots. <laughs> yes. No, but what I mean is that now, it, now we, none of us have a choice. It's all been taken from a lot of us. And, and so, you know, there's potential about? reflection and also, and also the ability of, of like, if you're like, oh, I have the next year book, I have this, 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 and it's all, it's all locked into place then there's no room for surprises. Right. And when you have an open space, there's room for a surprise. Now, it seems like it's 
just terrible surprises one after the other. Um, you know? Yeah. Now. I mean, just, you know. So what was he talking about? I don't know. Just in general, just, just, you know, when, when things feel like they they come and you're like, wow, that's amazing that that happened right then. I just didn't want to, I guess I was trying to not feel, feel less shitty for not doing very much and just go, I've never, whenever I've not done much, I've always felt awful about it. I don't enjoy it. And it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with my kid a lot. It's great. And, and doing other things. Why not just enjoy that? It's a rare, it might be the only time, you know, and, and I swear to God, people will look back on this year and think about the amount of time that they have spent with their family and friends. Mm -hmm. And well, especially comics, you know, um, well, I think everybody, but, 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 but specifically comics. I mean, I haven't been home six months in a row in 25 years. That's before you met Andy, right? 30, 30 years, probably. So, yeah. I mean, I was on the road 35 weeks a year yeah. um, in 1994, 1995. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, this is the first. And yeah, so this is Andy and I spending six months together, like right there. We're, and it's awesome. And I, it is the, it is the gift of this year. And, um, and, and so that's what Ted was talking about is how kind of. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, mm-hmm. I watched two more episodes of one piece so that I could talk about it with you. And uh, <laughs> I learned well, about like, that cat. Sarah, Sarah Tiana just had a baby, right? Okay. This is a perfect time to be, to, to not be on the road. road. Right. That's yeah. It. Um, uh, you gotta wean that and, kid. and Ted just had a baby as well. I think yeah. they're pretty similar in age. So Kurt, Kurt Braunohler, um, Cy, uh, not Cy. Um, a lot of people, a lot, a uh, lot of people having, having kids. Right. Bill Burr had a second. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's interesting. This is the year. And I just realized this is that, uh, you know, I've spent the last three or four years really working on my career, whatever the fuck that means. Right. And I'm just back to just doing sets. I'm just right. back to just doing stand-up. Right, right, right. And part of me is frustrated by that because it feels like the momentum has stopped. And that's what can get to me some days, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, other days I'm like, it was a simpler time, man. And yeah. uh, it's the simpler time yeah. of just doing sets and mm-hmm. just thinking about the the the, the punchlines. And um, that's kind right. of a, like my October, my October's the second, I had two weekends booked in October, second weekend just canceled two days ago. Wow. Uh, my November is supposed to happen in Canada. Can we even go to Canada? I don't think so. I think you might have to. Uh, you might have a, like a 14 day quarantine, <laughs> you know, like, so that would be, so the gig, the be going now. Take, <laughs> yeah. It would take three weeks to do a week long gig in Canada at the moment. Yeah. That feels cost effective. <laughs> um, yeah. So Carmen came and stayed over at the house cause, uh, she lives in a ro- one of Maria's rooms mm-hmm. and Maria's house was threatened. And so they had to evacuate. Wow. And so Carmen came and stayed in our house for a couple of days. Um, so terrifying yeah so now essentially Carmen Morales is in our pod (laughs) until (laughs) 
<laughs> until 14 days from now. And hopefully, uh, hopefully there's a place you can get like a fast, uh, fast, you know, like a quick turnaround, like within an hour t- or two. Oh, the test? Or- yeah, it's like $125 or something. Oh, text that to me because I want to get okay. that. Yeah. Uh, on Thursday, I'm supposed to go in to get the big peak uh, because... What's the big peak? Is this a, big, a, this, a pap smear? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Well, I got my period. Uh, this is too much info. Uh, but uh, I there's absolutely no reason. It has been over a year. And so oh, I was... You got like, another one? Yeah. Assholes. And I gave away you all know, of my tampoons. Ah, and uh, I'm like, take my... And so then I'm just like, uh, Jerry rigging some bullshit. And, uh, uh, Jackie, you're still young. Unlike me. (laughs) Yes. How horrifying if I had gotten pregnant, Uh, but but it's so funny every time I, uh, and I was, so I literally, I called the nurse and I said, what the fuck is happening? I was supposed to be over this. And she was like, well, sometimes you get it. And I was like, do I have another one of the Pokemon up my, up my uterus that needs to be removed? That's the only reason I should be bleeding. And she was like, well, I'll, let's get you in to get the big peak, have them look up there, rotate the tires and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm like, okay, um, when can she do it? And she was like, uh, middle of October. And I was like, oh, I think I will either bled to death or my period will be over uh, the middle of October. Last Why week. so long? Uh, I don't know. So I, she was like, well, are you willing to drive? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, what, what else am I doing? So I have to drive up to Santa Clarita and it's this Thursday. Oh, that's a nice drive. So, it's pretty up there. Uh, that's in the shadow of magic mountain. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that old gig, the Marie calendars. That was fun. Yeah, you, always gotta, you always got a, a pie a at pie. the end of it. You got a free pie. <laughs> I like a pie. It paid in pie. There's nothing wrong with the pie. A little bit of money and some pie. It was uh, not a lot of money, but some pie for sure. I'm doing a, a nowhere set, nowhere club. I'm doing. Are you headlining? No, no. Yeah. Just I think I don't know. Someone else is. It might be Foley. Cool. Foley might be headlining, and then I'm doing a Planned Parenthood benefit on Friday, and then I'm doing. Uh, literally, all I wrote down was Zoom to Twitch in a sad font. I know. <laughs> I'm doing a, a hot tub tonight, Monday night. Oh, cool. So check, out for, check out that. And then on the 18th, I'm doing a, uh, a um, fundraiser for Jackie Kalia, who was one of our comics of the week. Yeah, she was. A couple weeks ago on the 18th. Does she need a couple of bucks? Uh, no, she's producing a fundraiser for somebody oh, else. Oh, okay. But I yeah. think everyone needs a couple bucks. You know, I just realized that if I wanted to apply for um, unemployment, mm-hmm. as I as I canceled my gigs, I erased them from my calendar. So I don't even know what my gigs were. Well, you have emails, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's why I come on this program is to be reminded of simple things like that. That's good. I should you... give my password to my accountant, and I have emails. <laughs> I, look I feel like COVID has affected you terribly this week in ways that are they're, they're subtle, but they're becoming apparent the longer this podcast goes on. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can look forward to the, my waning dementia. And <laughs> waxing? The, uh, the weird thing, 
is Andy had to take the car today because his mom got food poisoning, and he just oh. he, up up. And we go and see her once a week anyway. But um, he, you know, when you're sick and you're alone. It's sad. Yes. So he was like, I'm just going to drive up there, bring her some chicken noodle soup, and hang out for a couple of hours or stay overnight. Because she's in our pod for sure now, right? Like, she's she's part of our, our group. Mm-hmm. And um, so he took the car. Like, I don't – we only have one car. Right. Which is why I pinged you, and I was like, hey, can I maybe borrow your car on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm not I'll, going anywhere. I'll start walking over there uh, early in the day. <laughs> and, uh, but Andy should be back by Thursday. It's just food poisoning. He okay. didn't know what it was. And, um, and she was like, I don't know if it was food poisoning. I said, what did you eat? And she said, well, I had a taco at Jack in the Box. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's the definition of food poisoning. I don't understand <laughs> why you would think that wasn't food poisoning. Um, I, I forgot that talk about Jack in the Box was still in business. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, did you hear Mary Max? It was, it was, so Carmen and Maria both did tiny guest sets today. Yeah. They just did three minutes. Yeah. Uh, you ever want to just pop in, do one Ooh, joke? Good to know. Yeah, yeah, you do. It turns out, mm-hmm. yes, I do. Uh, that, that is, I literally, I was like, I don't know if they would. And then I thought, would I want to? Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> I would work on one three-minute bit if I were allowed. Yes. And then I would, I would get to hang out with comics. And I wanted to see, that's, I was kind of lonely today. I was kind of down because Andy drove away. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I would like to see a lot of comics. So I, Maria said she would do three minutes. Um, Carmen did three minutes. Mary Mack did 10. Nicole Yates, who just came and hung out last week. And oh, I, that's right. And told me she was uh, a comic. Somebody came and hung out this week and told me they were a comic. And I was wow. like, want to do a set next week? And, and she was like, yeah, yeah, I do, turns out. Uh, look what worked, and uh, and then you did mm-hmm. a ten minute set, and uh, Mary. Did Mac- I do ten? I thought you I did. did like- you went. You did short. You did like seven or eight. Yeah. And then Mick did. Uh, she was in her car with her dog behind, sitting in the back. Oh my seat. god! I know that was so funny. Oh my god! That dog looks so judgmental. Like it <laughs> heard all the jokes. Before. <laughs> Mary moved to a place that doesn't have internet, which right. um, I find astonishing. And I'm interested to see how that plays out. <laughs> right. She has to go sit. She has to drive her car and sit outside the library in the yeah. closest town. Right. And, it, and it's about 45 minutes away, right? Yeah. Something like that. So yeah. is that a long-term move forever? Um, or is that no. just a COVID move? No, no. She's just, she's literally, she's had this, uh, her and Tim Harmston, great comic, was on Letterman. Mm-hmm. Uh, he... They bought a house in um, Minneapolis several years ago, and they will come sometimes for the winter and come and come to L.A. She's on an animated series called Solar Opposites, mm-hmm. and so she does a lot of voiceover stuff. It's so funny about Mary Mack and Maria is because uh, she grew up outside. Maria grew up outside of Duluth, and Mary Mack grew up outside of Superior, Wisconsin. They're about 40 minutes apart from each other, mm-hmm. so they have a comparable accent. They yeah. are both tiny women with high squeaky voices. Yeah. And so they, people get, gave Mary Mac so much shit for years that she was ripping off Maria. And she's like, 
No, I just grew up near her, and my act is nothing like hers. And then Andy Erickson came into the mix. She was raised about an hour and a half from both of them and is just tall and super skinny. And she <laughs> is, uh, and is, and she, her stand-up is silly and quirky mm-hmm. and smart, which is all, can also describe Mary Mack and Maria Bamford. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so people are like, you're ripping off Mary Mack. And uh, she's like, no, I just, well, I just happen to be a woman who grew up... Uh, no what does anyone doing that i mean everyone looks at three straight white guys and gets them all mixed up and it's annoying for them is it as annoying do you think or are there yeah. so many dudes that uh, they're just like they're, i don't know but used I, to it it made me think of how many how many guys started sounding like a tell like uh, so many comics, so many male comics, Doris Downey like a tell, and he would he would bring the guys that sounded like him to open for him, which I thought was was <laughs> unusual. Like Wait, I would you think you'd want someone who didn't have your rhythm opening for you. Are you sure it's in that order, or did he bring somebody funny who then kind of got his timing? No, no, no. It stemmed from him. Okay. It stemmed from I, him. I every time I would ever do a show that had Jimmy Pardo or Proops on it. Mm-hmm. I would end up with their timing by the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I went up after them, I'd be right, like, right. son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, hey, should we do the second break? Yeah, let's do that. Hey, Jay Keith. Hey, Helen. Hey, you've got another true-false quiz for me? Yep. Our trivia podcast, Go Fact Yourself, used to be in front of a live audience. True. Turns out that's not so safe anymore. Correct. Next. Unfortunately, this means we can no longer record the show. False. The show still comes out every first and third Friday of the month. Correct. Finally, we still have great celebrity guests answering trivia about things they love on every episode of Go Fact Yourself. Definitely true. And for bonus points, name some of them. Recently, we've had uh, Ophira Eisenberg, plus tons of surprise experts like Yardley Smith and Suzanne Summers. Perfect score. Woo-hoo. You can hear Go Fact Yourself every first and third Friday of the month with all the great guests and trivia that we've always had. And if you don't listen, well, then you can go fact yourself. That's the name of our podcast. Correct. Woo-hoo. Where are we at? 5244. 52 Interesting. So another eight-ish minutes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what else happened in comedy this week. Oh, God. Uh... Jackie Fabulous was doing a um, a, uh, a drive-in a drive-in show in Irvine that looked fun. Yeah, that did look amazing. Uh, Carmen Morales did uh, the in crowd surrounded by giant screens. Where's that? What's that? Uh, that's a that's a studio one. Super Serious uses it too. Okay. And um, they put giant. It's in a studio that they projected the Zoom people. Uh-huh. On the walls all around you. Oh. Have you seen the Instagram pictures of that? They're gorgeous. I haven't, no. I, yeah. took, I took Twitter and Instagram off my phone uh, so while I. I was watching The Social Dilemma. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I can't, I, you know, I, I, oh, I and don't I, Instagram very much anyway, but uh, I just don't like the idea of them tracking me. And the imagery they use in that, the, um, they have parts of it are fictionalized a little bit and it can be sort of annoying, but there's one thing where they sort of have about? the social dilemma. It's about, it's about uh, social media, right? Okay. It's, on, it's a, it's a documentary on Netflix. Okay. And so they have a user who is seen as like this kind of, uh, just like a zombied out puppet, you know, whose head is down and you, and they have like three, you know, portraying the algorithm, three guys 
trying to figure out how to get this guy to keep clicking on things and how to, how to, how to serve him Aww. stuff where he won't, he won't get offline. And, uh, it just, I can't get that out of my head every time I'm on Twitter that there's like three guys back there going, Oh, she likes this. Oh yeah. <laughs> Show her this tweet. Yeah. She gets so angry. She'll, so, <laughs> she'll they're job it. creators. This is job creators. Uh, I know. We went and saw we went and saw a movie last night uh, at, a, at a drive-in. What our local um, sort of kind of strip mall kind of blue-collar movie theater mm-hmm. is attached to three different strip malls, and they turned one of they turned the side of the building into a drive-in. Oh, neat! Yeah, so we saw the New Mutants. Yeah. And- and it was yeah. great. It was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, I just picture some haircut going, I don't get it. I thought it was supposed to be about superheroes. Uh, it is. Yeah. Why is it uh, like a fake horror movie? Uh, because it's also another kind of, what? shut up. Just <laughs> let us see it. I want to see Eliana Rasputin. And, uh, and at one point, I definitely want a Colossus to co- from Deadpool to come out and help her. But he yeah. didn't. I know. Anyway, but I have this to ask you, Lord. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Oh, it's something that might interest me. Oh, yes. Wow. Yes. Don't, exa- don't trouble yourself. Please go don't, on more about it. I'm not going to hold off. I'm not going to hold off. I sent mm-hmm. you a Dragon Rider Supern book for you and the boy. Oh, we're that's next. We're reading Blubber. And then uh, I never read Blubber, did you? I never read any Judy Blubber. Well, the main character is a cunt. I'm like, wow, this <laughs> is awful. I love it. Um, wow. I don't All know right. if she'll have a turnaround at the end, but, um, why don't you, why don't you drop those books off on my porch when you're done? Okay. I, All you right. know what I recommend is Borgen. Have you seen this? It's, no. um, it's on Netflix. It's Danish. It's subtitled. And, uh, she is a, uh, she becomes the first Danish, uh, female, uh, prime minister. And it's super good. A lot of great female roles and different storylines, but they kind of mirror each other and they kind of don't. And, and they sort of hit, um, they have three examples of working women, you know, at various ages and stages and, and all that kind of stuff, parents and non-parents and, and uh, everything, all the bullshit they go through. It's really good. Yeah. I'm watching Endeavor. Uh, which is a const one another British constable murder mystery. Thing oh, really? On Amazon Prime, and uh, Tess Rafferty recommended it, and uh, it's adorable. And mm-hmm. he's a goony-looking dude who is uh, kind of uh, really, really attractive. What's he's, his name? Uh, the actor? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's uh, he's an actor. Uh, he's, mm-hmm. I don't know what anyone's name is. I think we're close. We are three minutes away. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, nice know. try, Jackie. And I got to be honest this week after being brought to task for those minutes. I know it. For those minutes, those minutes were thrown away. What? Uh, what, I'm, what the- I'm reading Sarah Schaefer's uh, uh, oh, cool. memoir about uh, going down the Grand Canyon, the river, the Colorado River and the Grand Canyon. It's really great. Love oh, it. That's amazing. I want to do I it. Was, I was scared to do it when I went to the Grand Canyon. Does it mm-hmm. look like it? she didn't die? Yeah, hell? she's still alive. In fact, she yeah, wrote a book about it. Oh, interesting. All right. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I forgot that part in the, in the bit gender bit, too. Interesting. Okay. So I'm looking at my notebook. You remember those guys? Who, there's Okay, so I'm trying. It, the gender bit keeps becoming larger and larger, and I'm looking for lines that those guys say. They're always saying, the, the guys that put women on pedestals. Mm-hmm. And and still don't treat them like people. They treat them like goddesses, like like dolls, like, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, look how sh- women are stronger. You know, that pandering thing that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some women comics do it too. They're like, women, women should rule the world because we're smarter and stronger and wiser and we're queens. And you're just like, I don't know. Have you met my cousin? Yeah, I like uh, that. I like that thing that you're doing. I, I like that. That was good. Right, but but I can't remember the actual like, you know. There's two kinds of those guys. There's the guys that say it just to say it to get laid, and mm-hmm. there's the guys who say it because they genuinely believe it and they believe that they're helping. Right. 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 They're just like, no, women are. All the women in my life are smarter than all. They're the be- women yeah, they're better. I don't know. If that, is there a specific thing they say, or it's more more? tonally behind it it seems general but specific too and you're just like i and i don't know like the guys who use it to get laid are obviously jackasses and you're just like yeah but you can spot them right they're like beacons (laughs) they're like on fire with with uh, just touch it and (laughs) uh, honestly uh, though that's the first thing i'm going to say to a guy when i go out on a date as soon as this is over just just touch it it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you should, Jake Johansson has a t-shirt that says touch it. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. He was selling it for years and I, I, <laughs> I asked him about it. I was like, what are you doing? And he goes, I have a mortgage. Yeah, I know. And I was yeah. like, noted, undo, undo. I just, I just did a thing for Richie uh, oh, yes. from Flappers. He's not from mm-hmm. Flappers anymore, but uh, it, it, I was man. being prodded for comedy advice and all yeah. I could come up with is don't have a kid. <laughs> you because have- it, but it will make all your decisions for you. The 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 need to pay for somebody else's college that yeah. is an overriding concern that 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 colors all most of the decisions I make. Right. I I have a friend whose daughter turned eighteen, and she was like, "I'm moving out," and uh, and she was like. And she's been kind of a pill for about four or five years, uh, the kid. But Mm -hmm. she moved out, and she became just a saner person. She literally has just been – she wanted her own space. She wanted the illusion of making her own decisions. It is an illusion because two things are happening. Her mom is supplementing her – I know – is supplementing her uh, – her living yeah. expenses and she's paying for her to go to community college. And, but the thing is, is cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell anybody an 18 year old to go to four year college right now, unless no. they were incredibly driven. or Unless they're getting a scholarship. Right. Unless they're getting yeah. a scholarship. Cause it's going to take, but to send them to a community college, cause two years you a learn how to go to college and yeah. B you learn what you might want to study at college. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Oh, yeah. Is that where we want to go? Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.